It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas at Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely magical, robust lifestyle show. I would like to thank each one of our listeners that are here today listening to all these, this wonderful podcast today. I just am so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And with that, I am going to introduce to you an amazing returning diva, Vivian Shapiro. And her and I are going to chat about poetry in vibration. So Vivian, would you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Hi there. First of all, Joyce, it's so nice to reconnect with you. Thank you for having me on your podcast again. I feel blessed and and, uh, inspired by you. So always happy to chat with you. So just basically, um, I introduced myself last time. I try to make it shorter this time. I am a retired principal who um, then worked with a foundation called the Future Aces Foundation, where we empowered students to be the best they could be actually worked with a lot of disenfranchised youth to help them um, gain confidence in themselves and become leaders and and uh, you know pay that forward to their own community. So that's what I've done for many years, working with people to kind of bring them to the best they can be. Um, ended up um, working, didn't didn't retire really from the foundation that I worked with the charity till about two years ago, but still I'm very active doing that kind of thing. I'm an author, I'm a songwriter. I don't think I mentioned that last time I've written a song that was on uh, the VMI charts um, to number 19 called uh, Between Friends. And uh, I have 13 grandchildren uh, who keep me active (laughs) and keep me vibrant and therefore wrote the book called Go Vibrant. And um, what else, I, I just love life. And I love sharing uh, things with people. I love growing people. And I just, um, you know, am a great proponent of life and uh, living life to the fullest. I guess that would do. (laughs) Oh, I love it, Vivian. You are just, you are service to others. In everything that you have done in being a principal and working with that foundation and just, just serving others and helping others and yet serving yourself because I can see the vibrance and the passion and hear it in your voice on how vibrant and passionate you are about everything you do. And you said you were an author. You were a song, you are a songwriter. I did not realize that. And you also write poetry. And that is so awesome. So how would you like to start uh, this show today with poetry in vibration? Okay, thank you, Joyce. So um, I don't know, what episode was I on? Was there a number to the episode before? Um, Okay, well, you can, those of you who are listening to this, you can look up and see when I was on with Joyce uh, a a month ago or so and um, hear about my book called Go Vibrant. Yes. All right, and in this book, I talk about 
the fact how I wrote it was that I went into all my journals that I've been writing for over 40 years, but went past back past 40 years um, to actually establish the material that was my source for the book. And while I was doing that, I noticed in it that I wrote a lot of poetry. And it reminded me of the fact that whenever I have a situation, like I never thought about it before till I started reading my journals and reading the poetry. And I was impressed by myself. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> immodest, but I was impressed by myself. I thought, wow. So when there are occasions like celebrations of parties and things like that, birthdays, anniversaries, I always used to, my dad and mom used to get poems for me when I was little, used to always put it into a poem. So when I was reading the journals, I realized that poetry has a vibration to it. It can be a sad vibration. It can be a happy vibration. It can be an elated vibration. It can be a thoughtful, very, um, uh, you know, when you look inward vibration. And poetry can express, I, I realized that poetry really is the best way of expressing what you really want to say, because if you attune yourself to writing poetry, you somehow get those thoughts out better. Like I totally believe in journaling and I recommend that to everybody. But when you journal, usually the journaling tends to be, if you're writing a daily journal about what you did, about what you saw, and then some of your thoughts about that. When you write a poem, you tend to focus on a specific subject or aspect of yourself and you kind of give it all the words it deserves, you know, all those words it deserves. And so that's when I realized the poetry itself has its own vibration, more so than stories, more so than anything else. And anyone, anyone can write a poem. And I actually have a process that later on in the end of the show, I'd like to uh, share that process with everybody and encourage them who are listening to actually do that process and write their own poem if they haven't yet ever started to write a poem and it starts with themselves. So um, I'm happy to share these some of these poems and give a little thought behind each one and then you can ask me more questions about that. What, how do you think you want to proceed with this? That sounds just perfect. Let's let's go. I'm ready okay. to hear them. <laughs> All right. So I've got some really like fun. So I want to uh, mention to the audience that Poetry can be fun, it can be deep, it can be intense, and it can be silly. It can be really, really silly. So I'm going to share with you a few of the different types of poems. So this poem is a non-rhyming poem, which really is a very easy thing to do. When you do a non-rhyming poem, you just break it up in the phrases that have meaning so that it's not all one sentence, right? It really is a sentence broken up into different thoughts. So because I was writing a book called Go Vibrant, it came upon me that I had a vision about what vibrance was and I wrote a poem about it. So I had a vision that vibrance came to me and this is what she whispered in my ear. I am vibrance, who am I? I am one and I am many, ignited by flames of visions, of visualizations, of verve and vitality, loving to dance and frolic in the colors of life. I breathe in intensity. I breathe out passion. I am authentically alive. I live with and through both pain and pleasure. In the playgrounds of positivity, I sensually seize each day. 
I will refresh you, help you feel resilient, help you feel alive with love, life, light, and laughter. I offer invitations to all to drink a full glass of my sweet sensation. Stir it soulfully so you may be fulfilled by its magic secret. Oh, I love it. That was beautiful. Oh my word, that was that was incredible. It said so much in a few words. In a few words, right. And what it was doing was, I really did have this vision. I Like I seriously had this vision before I was writing the book because it's called Go Vibrant. So I had this vision that this, this aura, this like, like, well, it was a woman, it was a she, was surrounding me saying, go for it, you know, go for it. Breathe me in, like, like drink me up, like get that magic sauce in you so that you can write about going vibrant. So here's one you know, where um, my poetry comes out with a very, very poignant, poignant part of my life where uh, I separated from my husband after 28 years. And I sat down to embrace myself that I did this, all right? And it's called Finding Vivian. Freedom at last, a break from, so this one is a rhyming poem, right? Freedom at last, a break from the past. No more words that rip apart. No more surging pain upon my heart. The truth was told, a decision bold. Made clear with fear and trepidation, Yet what I feel is pure elation. No more questioning, no accusing, no more hurtful word abusing. Free, oh yes, so free am I. Should I feel this good, this high? I know I'll come down very soon amidst the family life now ruined. I only hope that what I've done will leave no damage to my sons. I'm ready to take my new life on, living alone now where I belong. Finding myself, being true to me. I'm free, I'm free. My God, I'm free. That was written in 1994. Oh my goodness. Oh, that has that has so much meaning in it. Because like hurtful word abusing, no more. And pure relation. And right. take my take my life on. It you oh, yes. That was that was incredible. You and, were, and what, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it just so much sounds like what you were feeling at that time. Mm -hmm. You can just feel, you can just feel the passion in the words that you were feeling at that time and how you expressed them and put them, put them on paper in a poem is what is so beautiful. And what I encourage people out there who are new to poetry or do poetry, and I'm sure that, um, poets out there really know is to just throw the words out like throw them out as they come into your head they might not even have any meaning at the moment you can shape it a little bit later but I tend to not touch much of it other than if I want a specific rhyme scheme with a poem that rhymes like ABBA or ABAB then I shape it afterwards to make sure that it has that like beat and rhythm but it doesn't have to it can just flow this one's another one with um, an AABB rhyme scheme that I wrote, and it's showing the difference between a 1994 poem and a 2021 poem when I'm now a senior, right? <laughs> so I wasn't a senior at that time. And uh, 
I was thinking about getting old at this point, but it's showing up in the now. My 75th year will soon pass me by. So this is a couple of years ago. My 75th year will soon pass me by as my 76th is now drawing nigh. Been quite the year with stress and strife, surviving through fears in this COVID life. Am I getting old? Hey, wait, not me. I still think and act like at least 33. As I watch autumn leaves that gently fall, I think of transitions that happen to all. Through my personal changes, I've shown up big, discarding those leaves that no longer give my life its true purpose. I reveal the now, uncovering each day my why, what, and how. I have much to give, more to love, this I know. Spread my power and magic with more room to grow. Today, I choose moi and accept what will be. Everything, yes, everything is right about me. And I wrote that after feeling a little down because I was turning 76, I was now past 75. So it was like 76, I'm now 78, a couple of years ago. And I was feeling like, oh no, does this mean I'm getting old? Am I gonna stop being who I am? Am I gonna start feeling low? And I was, I was feeling low. So the end of that poem sort of, it, it, it just, it's funny how the words just flowed and it got me out of my funk. That poem mm -hmm. that I wrote without realizing where it was going got me out of my funk. And the fact that I was trying to do that AABB rhyme scheme kept me like just not losing it in words, but tried to make it more true to what I was saying. Yeah. So that was that one. Oh, that was that was awesome. And I can see how that kind of it almost got sometimes all of us go on a little bit of pity trip of ourselves is what I call it. And this poem, it's it's a way poetry to bring you out of those pity trips that we have a tendency to go on to ourselves sometimes. And, and it's true, Joyce, because, you know, different than journaling, I think I would have been more in a funk if I was just writing what was going mm -hmm. on and this is how I feel and this is this. The poem seemed to lend itself to a happier ending yeah. Just by the way it was going. And all of a sudden, like when I compared myself to autumn leaves falling, I thought, but wait, I need to shed some of those things. Mm -hmm. Like that's okay to shed things and then get the new leaves approaching me when it's, you know, springing my, my new spring, so to speak. Right. right. So it's really yeah. funny how a poem just transcends you much differently than just words on a paper. I think now I use a lot of poetry to laugh and to be gay and merry. And uh, usually when I do um, poets, poems for birthdays, they're always a lot of fun and they're sort of like a roast. They almost roast the person and, mm -hmm. and find all the different funny things they did in their life. But this was a, a poem, a limerick I wrote to a brother-in-law of mine, from my first marriage, who turned a hundred and it's in the shape of a limerick. So using a different kind of form poetry to make it kind of light and airy. And so this this is cute. This this was an amazing man. He just he died at 102. He was oh. he was my he was like my my model, my role model for life. Mm -hmm. So there is a fine gent name of Joe, boasting bagfuls of jokes he does know. Now a hundred his age, and he's still all the rage, many anecdotes ready to go. This doctor named Joe is no bore treated patients well past 84. 
was a pilot, no jest, and an artist, the best. Dr. Joe, you're my hero, for sure. Oh. <laughs> sure, for sure, because that had to rhyme with four. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that, was, that was written in 2020. That is I'll, cute. And then I'll read another funny one, um, just to show that the, like, I think poetry brings out the fun in all of us. This is called Cottage Pest, short and sweet. I'd give away my chocolate. I'd never eat fajitas. If someone would remove from here the spiders and mosquitoes. <laughs> and then this is another funny one. These are all in my book. It's called Cruising. And it's, tis true a cruise can heal a bruise. Something to choose. Drink lots of booze. Make no excuse. Take comfortable shoes, act like a flues, all on a cruise. <laughs> so just just for some some people to think about. Um, I have what I'm going to save for the end, which I think is an important one to end on. But I'd like to read one more funny one. So this is trying to make. I did this. Uh, where did it go? Oh, just a minute. Where did it go? Ah, I had it on here. One second, one second, one second. That's very strange. Docs, here we go. Okay, it's rather long. So I'm just separated and it was pretty raw and rough. And anybody who's been through any kind of a separation or left someone they love or whatever it is and has been through a rough time and thinks that's the way to get to a better time, but you're not sure. So I had to find a sense of humor. I had to find something in my life in 1994 that would make me look at things in a different approach than, again, I was that pity party, Joyce, mm -hmm. and I, I was really in pain, a lot of pain. So I'm in this big king-size bed, all right, because I got the house and he got the cottage. So we had a big king size bed and it was just ridiculous me and I'm not a big person in this big king size bed. And one day I got into bed and I started to laugh how now I have this big bed and just me in it. So there was a little more than me that came, but listen to this. Okay. What do I do with my king size bed now? The trouble with being single now in a monster king size bed is where do I sleep now that he's gone? Do I buy a double instead? The forbidden land is to my left. I'll prove that I'm all right. I'll force myself to move over there where I'll sleep the rest of my nights. For that's where everything is, you see. The alarm, the radio too, the Kleenex box, the telephone. What else am I to do? I'll cover his spot like he wasn't here. I'll pretend it's all mine now, though it's different and odd and not quite right and a true sleep it does not allow. And to top it off, my feet are cold. I better put on my warm socks that my friend knit for me for winter nights fold to wear when my feet are in shock. Comfort's not mine over here on his side. Maybe the middle's the spot. I can then spread out, maybe left, maybe right. Will I ever sleep? Probably not. <laughs> Back to my usual side, I'm undone. Good thoughts, please fill up my mind. Like the fact that I can read until one and the duvet is strictly all mine. Tomorrow I'll dig out my teddy bear's death especially the stife growing thin, and dress up the bed in the land to my left with my friends with their permanent grin. 
and a rose, a fake rose, I'll place twixt them all, and maybe a good book or two. The domain will be mine, and I'll have a ball until I find somebody new. Two months later, with a different rhyme scheme, the rose is still within its space. Self-health books here and there are placed. My little corner is still reserved for my body sleeping tightly curved. There's room enough for three or more, but now I ask myself, what for? I simply love my bedtime space. When I wake up, it remains in place. Thus making a bed is so much easier so I can get ready a whole lot speedier. Six months later, I gave in to my son, but reluctantly to get Stussy, our dog, some new company. So now along with my husky so dear, is Sandler so sweet to give Stussy some cheer. A collie shepherd, he is thin and long. The two are great friends as they get along. Sure, my king-size bed is the place they love best. And at night, they spread out from the east to the west. Now the stuffies are gone, my book's on the floor. And I love their presence, they do not snore. I feel comfy and safe, and they keep the bed warm as I sleep through the nights in my cool bedroom door. Oh, that is adorable. <laughs> and you can see the process. Like the first one was, I was trying to make myself comfortable in this uh -huh. very, you know, odd space and place where he slept to the left. And then it was mine and I could care less. That's right. <laughs> Two months later, I'd actually gotten over the fact and I was really enjoying the fact that nobody was telling me when to go to sleep or, or when to you know, and, uh, you know, and the duvet wasn't pushed over to the other side. Yeah. And then six months later, it became like, like a, like a, a friend fest. You know, yeah. My dogs. So you can see I'm seeing, cause I wrote that long ago and then I reread it in my journal mm -hmm. and I went, oh my goodness. I like you, you really, you grew, you, you yeah. really saw the best there was for you at that moment in time. Of course, now I have somebody in my king size bed. That's a real person. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome, Vivian. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and I'll read one more. And, and then I'm going to talk about a process that. that OK. OK. And I can send you maybe um, a page with the information on. So if anybody wants to actually try it and okay. contact you. So this one I'm, I'm reading because I think it's really important that people are going through a rough time or just feel out of sorts or in pain, um, that they allow themselves to cry. That tears sometimes can, in a way, rejuvenate you, yourself, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting to think about. So this is called Moving On Through Tears. And I read this a lot when I'm down or low. And then I realize that's right. Just let it go. Let it flow. Yeah. Uh, did I rhyme this? I did. Release the tears and let them flow. Tears hold the tails. Tears, let them go. Don't be afraid. Don't hold them back. Tears cry inside for what we lack. They're nature's hands to aid you through, guiding, cleansing, helping you with relentless pain. Will it cease? Tears lead you forth to clouds of peace. Cry angry tears out one by one. Set free them all until they're done. Shed tears of sadness. Let them flow. Breathe again, survive and grow. Dance once again, pirouette once more, for you've survived your personal war. Resilient now, the trauma freed, fly now to where you are meant to be. That's my favorite. 
I like that. That's that's another great one. <laughs> so I uh, this came from this is really like super, and I think everybody should try it. There was a poem written by George Ella Lyons, and you can look it up. George Ella Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S. Uh, she's she's a poet. Um, and it's called Where I Am From. It was introduced by my yoga teacher. And she had us all do this as an exercise one day. And what it is basically is you going back into your memories of childhood and teenage and adulthood and possibly seniors if you're there and going back and through all those lives you've lived and using your five senses to see what was life for you? Where are you really from? Not I am from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, or I was born in Portugal. Not that, but where are you really from? What sounds are you from? What, what tastes do you remember? What sights are you from? So the poem consists of five stanzas. And what you do in those five stanzas is you write, I am from the sounds of, and you think of five or six things that touched you that you remember sounds of. And I'll read you mine later as an example at the ending. The next stanza is, I am from the taste of. And by no means do you need to rhyme. You just put down your thoughts. Like what, what taste do you remember? Maybe, maybe you remember the, the, the taste of, um, you know, the first oat, uh, porridge you had as a kid and that that brought back memories or something. I am from the sight of. What are in those memories, those clouds of memories that bring sights to you that have a special meaning? Then there's, I am from the touch of. And finally, I am from the smell of. And at the end of that poem, you add a few closing lines just to sum up your thoughts. So I'll read you mine, it's a little long. Sorry for that, my apologies for that. It's a little long and I know we're near the end, but it'll give you the idea. And I have sheets that actually you can fill in if you want. I will send that to you, Joyce, and people may want to use that. that, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I am from, by Vivian Shapiro. I am from the very early sounds of gentle waves crashing over happy children's voices, playing in the sand on the beaches of Portugal. The later sounds of busy traffic from the open windows of our high-rise apartment in Toronto, Ontario, Canada roller skating wheels in the arena where I took lessons and the melodious music of the forties coming from our old huge radio or played on a record player. And it surprises me that I still know the words today. <laughs> I am from the taste of my mom's German cooking, especially the Wiener schnitzel and apricot and brown sugar dumplings, <laughs> the freshly toasted tuna fish sandwiches awaiting me for my lunch while I ate, well, which I ate while watching Search for Tomorrow before I had to get back to school. Coffee crisp treats bought for me by my Opie who walked me to the variety store. Fresh popped buttered popcorn as we ate in our car at the drive-in movies. I am from the site of rivers, birds, shades of green, varieties of plants, trees, well-trodden paths of the ravines, my temporary backyard where we played in empty refrigerator boxes, making them our imaginary homes. Giggling friends running desperately uphill to make it back to the apartment to avoid the sight of an upset mother who had dinner on the table. 
party sounds in our basement and my mom and dad dancing. I am from the touch of my first Labrador, Nero, who slept with me, traveling abroad with us and had to sleep in the car, not allowed in our new apartment. Seven years of waiting, the touch of a baby sister, her soft dimply skin, her fingers that curled around my thumb, the velvet costume for my ballet debut, my Opie's big tummy as he embraced me, my dad's soft lips on my forehead, kissing me goodnight. I am from the smell of the ocean, sardines on Portuguese street barbecues, my grandmother's perfume, ew, <laughs> Omi and Opie's old oak dining room furniture, their damp basement, the lilacs in our first backyard of our first house, my dad's awful pipe smoke, though I tried to avoid it, happy that he gave it up finally. Every Monday, the smell of freshly washed sheets that dried with the wind outside on the line, now on my newly made bed. And the conclusion, I am from immigrants, Holocaust survivors, struggles, secondhand clothes, strength, courage, but most of all, support, love, and dreams of leading my best life. Oh, oh Vivian, that was awesome. Oh, that was really good. And I love how you you broke it down for people that want to start doing some poetry to just give them some ideas. That was just perfect. Just amazing. I'm sorry for my hoarse voice. It's not very smooth. <laughs> You're okay. You're okay. It came out great. It was it was magical. As I said at the beginning, it was going to be a magical show, and it truly was. Thank you. And I encourage you. everybody to try, even if it's four lines or, you know, at the end of the day, try to put a little poem together. Because, like I say, I think it's better than even words in a journal, even though those are yeah. important, too. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, we're getting very close to the close of this show. And before we do that, I would like to ask you if you would please be back on Robust Lifestyles and share some more of, of your Go Vibrant because you have it in so many ways and I love it. It's magical. So would you please return again to Robust I'm Lifestyles? I'm always happy to do that, Joyce. Oh. You know, first of all, it's lovely just speaking to you too. And, uh, you know, maybe it can be one where you ask me more questions. This was just a lot of me talking, but... Um, you know, hoping to spread poetry to the world, the poetry of vibration. And you could see each one of those poems had a different vibration, right? Mm -hmm. I could see, because mm -hmm. I can see you, I could see how your face was turning, like when it was funny, how you kind of yes. had this giggly look and when it was like, you know, more intense. Um, and that's that's the purpose of the vibration. But yes, yes, the answer is yes. Oh, awesome, awesome. And then... Is uh, what are some ways that our listeners can connect with you when they say, I, I want to find out about her book. I want to find more out about the poetry. How can they best connect with you, Vivian? Okay. So I have an Instagram account that is vibrant Vivian Shapiro. So if you're in on Instagram, mm -hmm. you can message me through Instagram and say, I heard you on Joyce Benning's beautiful program. I also have a connection, which is um, my email and happy to entertain anybody through my email. Very simple, Vivian Shapiro at rogers.com. I also have a website. So all you have to do is www.vivianshapiro.com, easiest way. 
and you'll check my website and there's always there's a contact me on that website also has my book on it that you can get from there if you're on amazon go vibrant easy way to find me and it's go vibrant and if it doesn't come up right away say book because there's other funny go vibrant things there um go vibrant book and it'll appear and my book has all my information also how you can contact me Oh. Love to love to engage with anybody. Who wants to, oh, you know. thank you so much for sharing all of that too, Vivian. And this was just magical. And I wish want to wish you magic in every day until we connect again on robust lifestyles. Thank you, Joyce. Honored to be on your program. Oh, have a so lovely, nice. lovely week. I will. Thank you. I got to get then, over the cold and the gray now that I'm back. <laughs> yes, definitely. And then you can write a poem about it. I will be. <laughs> awesome. We'll be waiting to hear it. <laughs> and with that, I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this magical show with our incredible diva, Vivian Shapiro. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. And remember a couple of the tips from Vivian. Poetry brings out the fun in all of us, and it helps release the tears. Just let them flow, and that is so beautiful. Tears lead us to clouds of peace. I love that. And with that, may each of you have a magical day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals a great big extra hug and share all your love with them as they so deserve it. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.